Welcome to the KDFL Fantasy Football Podcast. It's me, Brett Steele, and I'm joined, as always, by Mr. Jonathan Detroit Haynes. What's going on, man? Yo, what's up, guys? How's it going? What's up? And also joining us and is going to give us the layout of today's show, Mr. Phil Ruxy. Take it away, Phil. Hey, Brett. How's it going? Yeah, um, today we're going to get into what we're going to call a thing called in and out. Um, we're going to name off a player from each of our fantasy teams and decide whether we think they're going to finish above a certain position or below a certain position. Uh, so we're just going to go through that. And then we're going to get into our week one predictions for our fantasy football league. Okay. Okay. So what we did, we took a uh, NFL player from each of the 12 uh, participants in the KDFL, and we're going to kind of discuss um, a ranking for them uh, where we think they'll, they'll finish and we have a line set. So, that's to be on one side or the other here, and we'll go ahead and start it off with Kenyon Drake of the Roxlander Renegades. Um, over under, and I'll go to um, Phil first or Detroit first, and then Phil, and then myself. Um, so Kenyon Drake over under finishing higher than running back number nine. So nine and a half is the line on Kenyon Drake. Go ahead, Detroit. Yeah, so basically, we're just saying it. We think he's going to be a top 10 running back, and uh. He is the number one back there in Arizona, and but I think I think their quarterback Murray takes a lot of rushes away. I think he runs a lot. So Drake, while he's a good running back, well, I guess he's a good running back. I don't see him being a top ten running back. I see him more like a top fifteen. I don't think he's going to get enough carries to be a top ten running back, but we shall see. Yeah, Phil, what's your thoughts? Yeah, I pretty much agreed. I put him at 12. Um, I think he's going to be outside of the top 10. Um, I, when I saw 9.5, I thought that was pretty high anyways. Um, I just think there's a lot of other good backs in front of him. Um, I think Jacobs actually is going to have a pretty good season. So I actually put him up above um, Drake in this, up in the top 10, actually. Um, and, of course, you got all the guys up at the top, McCaffrey, of course. But Right, all right. Uh, I have I'm I'm out on on Drake finishing in the top uh, top ten as well. Um, I know he was strong for Arizona when he got there last year, but uh, I, I need to see a little bit more um, from him to really put him there. I know he'll have a great opportunity uh, with it with that offense, but um, we'll see. I just I can't get my head around him being a, a top ten running back, so mm-hmm. I am also out on uh, Kenyon Drake finishing inside the top ten. So our first one up, our first consensus. Uh, took some time to crap on the uh, Roxanne Renegades there. So, <laughs> off, <laughs> off, to, off to a good start. Now, uh, next up, we have DJ Chark of the Marmot Midnight Riders. Uh, set the line at 17 and a half. So, Detroit, take it away with your thoughts on here. Well, I mean, he had 73 catches last year and over 1,000 yards, and he had eight touchdowns. Oh, wait, I'm, now I'm sounding like Phil Burton reading off all these stats here, but he had a surprising really good year last year. 17 and a half, I don't know. That's that's still kind of high when you've got Minshew as your quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, I see him more top 25 kind of guy, so I'm going to say he's not going to be a top 17 receiver. All right, Phil, what do you think? Yeah, same thing. I actually had him out, and uh, Detroit said top 25. I put him right at 20. 20- actually in my rankings um there's just a lot of good receivers out there and as he said with Minshew at quarterback I mean he had some some good moments last year but you don't really know what you're going to get out of him um he's probably more of a backup than anything so and then I don't know if he can repeat the eight touchdowns from last year but we'll see but I don't think he's a top 17 receiver yeah um this is an interesting case it's going to be a very strange year for DJ Chark um I will say the game scripts are probably going to go his way. We all have Jacksonville having a tough year, so they're going to be trailing a lot. So you would think that he's going to get a lot of opportunity. Um, but wide receiver is so deep this year. Yeah. Uh, to, for him, him as a top 17, it seems like a bit of a stretch to me. So I'm also out um, on DJ Chark finishing inside the top 17 wide receivers. So that's two up, two consensus, and two players we are out on. So next up. We're going to go to the Dogtown Dobermans and quarterback rookie Joe Burrow. The line is set at 16 and a half. 
obvious reasons there. Do we think he's going to be in the top half of fantasy QBs this year? So, uh, starting QBs. So, take it away, Detroit. Well, when I first was looking at this, you know, I'm like, dude, is a rookie quarterback really going to be in the top half of fantasy? I mean, you don't see that that often. Um, but, however, I'm really, I'm really starting to like their team. I like mixing a lot, coming out of the backfield. He'll catch a lot of passes. Uh, I like that they drafted T. Higgins, and they still got, you know, A.J. Green on that team. If he can stay healthy. I'm going to go with the surprising here. I think he's going to be about 15. So, I think he's going to be top 15 quarterback. Right in there. Yeah, they're right in there. All right, Phil, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I want to put him up there, but I just don't see it. I mean, I think I think he's going to have some ups and downs, and he's going to have some good weeks, I think. I, I'm, he'll probably finish in the top 10 a few weeks out of the season. Um, but in the end, I think I have him down at around 22 at the end of the season. So I think I have him out of the top uh, 16 and a half. Well, at least uh, we don't all agree on this one as well. So um, I actually do have Burrow inside the top 16. Um, and I think it's going to be because that offense is going to be in a lot of favorable game scripts as well, just like uh, DJ Tark. Um, they're going to be trailing often, you would think, and they do have the weapons. Uh, weapons and a lack of defense typically spells, uh, spells uh, good for, for fantasy production. And I think it's as a prime – Joe Burrow is going to be a prime garbage time can candidate where he's going to get a lot of those points. He may be going into the third quarter and he has 10, 10 or 11 points and he just throws on another 14 right there. So, um, so yeah, I look for uh, – I do have him inside the top 16. So, next up, this is uh, one that's going to be uh, a little bit of fun here because it was uh, the uh, subject of a trade in our league right before the draft. Uh, the Hurricane Wampus Cats, and they have running back Le'Veon Bell uh, set the over-under at running back 16 and a half. So, top 16 running backs for Le'Veon. Detroit, what do you see here? I'm going with him. Absolutely not. I, I know that the Jets don't have anybody really on their team for offensive weapon-wise. I'm not a big Le'Veon Bell guy anyways. Uh, I don't like the system that he's in. I mean, if you don't have anyone to open up the wide receivers and throw the ball down the field, they're just going to stack the line against you anyways. So I don't see him being – I don't think he's going to be a top 20 running back. Bill, what do you – <laughs> Bill, what do you, what do you think, buddy? Yeah, I have him right at the border, but I actually have him in at 15. Um, I think he's he's pretty much the entire Jets offense. I mean, he's going to have to get the ball a ton. If he can stay healthy, I don't see any reason why he couldn't get top 15. I know he's getting older, um, but I think he's still kind of fresh where he missed that season. So, I don't know. I think he can crack the top 15. So, I um, very TD uh, touchdown deprived last year. I think he only had four, uh, four, four touchdowns on the ground. So I don't think that'll hold true this year. I think he'll get a lot more, uh, a lot more chances to get in the end zone. Um, I am in on him being a top uh, 16 running back. Uh, I do think that the only hindrance is Adam Gase. And if Adam Gase wasn't here, I'd be in on him uh, being a, a RB1, so top 12. But um, also think with Le'Veon Bell that the stigma that he's old or he's getting up there. Um, he's only 28, I believe. Uh, could be wrong on that age, but I think he's only 28. And remember, he has a whole year off. So, uh, NFL age 27. So, um, we'll see. We'll see. But that is a, kind of a one-man show um, in New York as far as uh, offensive production. So, that's going to be an interesting one to watch as well. Um, next up, the uh, team that traded LA, Le'Veon Bell, um, the Kanawha County Kings. And uh, they have wide receiver Michael Gallup. Uh, the line is set at 24 and a half, so obviously uh, wide receiver two or, or greater. Um, so, Detroit, what do you see here with Gallup? I, uh, I definitely see Gallup having a big year, so I'm going to say he's going to be a top 25 receiver. I think he's actually going to outperform Cooper this year. So, I definitely think he's going to be probably around top 20. Uh, I, I think the Cowboys are going to be really good. They've got enough weapons there, so I think there's going to be enough balls to spread around. So I definitely think he'll be top 20. All right, Phil, what do you see in terms of Gallup? All right, well, let me go ahead and uh, piss Tim off. Uh, I have him out down at 27. <laughs> um, I, I just like a lot of other receivers more. I mean, I can't really explain it. 
Um, but I just have him farther down the list. I think the wide receiver pool is just so good this year. Phil said, I just can't explain my random hatred of Tim and all <laughs> things Tim. Tim is the new Mike this year. Yeah, I couldn't explain Mike last the year. Phil, so. The Phil's the eye is the, the lasers <laughs> pointed at Tim's team now and the, and the, uh, the Marmot Midnight Riders are, are uh, skipping the bill now. So, um, Kanaka County Kings, Michael Gallup, I am out on him being the top 24 wide receiver, uh, but it's not based on his talent. I think he's incredibly talented. I do think he may uh, – take a decent step forward. But there's just, to me, there's too many options in that offense. It's, uh, I mean, it, it will get divvied up too much. Um, if they if they have some injuries, like Cooper kind of always seems to have a little nagging thing here and there. Um, if, if, if they do have any type of substantial injuries to their, to their passing attack, I think Gallup could easily get there. But there are so many mouths to feed in Dallas that I have to have him barely on the outside. Um, in, in my rankings there. So, all right, this just keep getting more and more fun. So, we're going to go to the Poker Pharmacist. And um, quarterback, Tom Brady, uh, we have set the line at over under 7.5. So, will Tom Brady be a top seven quarterback in fantasy this year? Go ahead, Detroit. Ooh, well, you know, you know my love for Tom Brady. I mean, he's the group. He's the greatest. I know by me just saying that over and over, I know Matt watching and Clark watching this right this minute that they're just going nuts. They want to punch me in the face. So with that said, 7.5, that's that's pretty tough. I know he's got a lot of weapons. Um, I do think that they're going to be really good. So I'm going to say, yeah, he's going to finish seven. Lord. Right at seven? This, right at seven. Bill, what do you see here? You're a Tampa Bay lover as well, you. I mean, obviously, I have to have him in, right, with my <laughs> Tampa Bay Super Bowl pick. And I do. I have him at six, so I'm in on Tom Brady. Um, this, I mean, I've said it, like, many times. He has so many weapons this time. It's ridiculous. I know he's old, but if he could just get the ball out, I mean, it shouldn't be a problem. Yeah, if they can protect him, I, I can see him putting up huge numbers. Can you give me – do you guys have – Phil, do you have actual rankings or not? Yeah, I do. Who is right after him? Give me like the next two or three you have right after him. I have Murray, Ryan, and Stafford. Okay, see, I think Homer, whatever, take him out of it. I think Stafford's going to – and we don't have Stafford right now. I think Stafford's going to blow him out of the water. But, okay, that's, so well, – that's, You have him in the playoffs, that's why. So. I do. I do. Line <laughs> surrogate this year for some reason. Uh, um, well, the lines are going to be behind a lot, so of course he's going to – Right, that, that too. Um, now – I am going to be the lone wolf here. I am out on him finishing the top seven. Um, the hype train here in Tampa has got – it's gotten nuts. This is a ridiculous amount of love going to this team. Now we're getting the Eagles' uh, uh, dream team comparisons now, although I do think this team is a lot more talented than that one was. Um, have you looked at the roster? I mean, he's still old as dirt, and he doesn't, doesn't have matter. nearly a deep ball anymore. Mike Evans can run 40 yards down the field where he wants if ball's not getting there very well. Um, <laughs> I would not be surprised if Brady you... finishes outside the top 12. I promise you. Wow. Would not be surprised if he, he was Brady's like, known. Brady's been, been known for throwing the ball down the field all the time anyways. I mean, they yeah. won many Super Bowls, Dinkin and Duncan. So. We'll see. But um, uh, I, I would not be surprised if he's outside the top 12. Could be inherit Brady hate. I don't know. But uh, that's, that's what I have. Ah, here we go. Here we go, boys. Next up, Montrez Mega Powers, Atlanta running back, Todd Gurley. We have set the line. This is a specific line to where exactly where he finished last year, which a lot of people don't think he was that high. 15 and a half is the line. So do you think he'll stay where he was or better last year or get significantly worse? We're gonna, I'm going to switch it up right here because we have something else. Phil, go ahead and go on yours here. I'm out on Gurley. I don't think he's going to finish in the top 15. Um, I haven't missed 17, so just missing. But honestly, even then, I wasn't too confident with that pick. I think he could be even lower than that. Um, I, he's just not what he once was, so I don't, I don't see it. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with Phil. I think yeah. he's. I think he finishes outside the top twenty. I just, 
I don't know which Todd Gurley are we getting. I know he finished in the top 15 last year, but you saw him run. Did he look like a good runner last year? No. So I don't know what's up with that. Why did the Rams give up on him? So I'm going to say no, he's not finishing. And that, is Atlanta really – I mean, are they going to be a good team? Yeah. Sorry, I had to throw that in there. <laughs> Here's the deal. Most people would say he had a down year last year, and he still finished in the running back 15. I think that's a very sneaky stat. I don't think really, – Who's saying that, ask, though? I think if you ask the average person, I think they would think he was already outside the top 24 last year, and running back 15 is a substantial – fantasy value, and he's going to get a lot more opportunity in Atlanta. Of course I'm in on him finishing inside yeah, the uh, top What did he finish the year before that? No, but, right, well, okay, here's one thing with him. To me, it has nothing to do with his talent. I, I have no doubt that he's going to be talented enough. And um, we're going to do a little wager now. Me and Detroit have a wager for this. Gurley inside the top 15 if uh, the bet is for KDFL merchandise. So, if Gurley doesn't, Detroit has to purchase and send to me a Mega Power shirt. And uh, if if he does not, I will have to – I think I'll have to ma- have it made. Um, yeah, a, uh, I like it. River Rats shirt uh, sent, sent, to, sent to Detroit here, one of our uh, bets for this season. But I thought we were, I brought up the bet first, the ring of this. Remember we talked about originally an injury clause? I yeah. don't think that's fair because I think I don't think it's fair to you, um, and I'm having a moment of, of being a good person right now because the whole story, wow. the whole story with Gurley is is he going to get hurt or not? So that's almost uh, like a free roll for me if you say, well, if he gets hurt, I don't, I'm not on the hook. That's not that's not fair. So take out the injury clause. If he gets hurt, he gets hurt. He won't do it. Whatever. Um, look at these games last year, boys. I'm not worried. All right, well, you should be worried. Go ahead. Worried. Go ahead and order. Go ahead and send him your size, Detroit. I will. 2X, brother. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Next up, we go to Elfview in the River Rats. Ooh. Juju Smith Schuster, wide receiver over under 24.5. So basically, is it going to be a running or a wide receiver two or better? Detroit, defend your boy here. Let me see what you got. Oh, I, I think this is a no-brainer. As long as he doesn't get hurt. you got to remember last year, we did Big Ben go out. He went out early. So, he had – what was it? Hodges throwing him the ball. And who was it that got um, killed by the – with the – Rudolph, Rudolph. Rudolph. Rudolph, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, and he was, he was banged up a little last year too. So, I think with Big Ben back, this is an easy – he'll be top 20 wide receiver. Bill, what do you see here, buddy? Yeah, I, th- I was expecting a big year of out of him last year, but of course, Roethlisberger got hurt. Um, I put him at eleven, actually, a number one wide receiver. I think he's going to have a really big year, um, especially compared to last year. I think he's going to surprise a lot of people with Roethlisberger back, especially. Um, I'm also in on him finishing in the top twenty-four. Uh, big Ben back and healthy. Should be offense, offense, offense. Of course, um, I don't. I don't have him near my receiver one. Um, I think twenty to twenty-four is probably his ceiling, at least to me, because he's going to get a lot of the. He's going to get a lot of the defense attention, defensive attention. So, and he's not a red zone target. You know who is going to be a red zone target for the Steelers? Who? Eric Ebron. Oh gosh, you had to say. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, he's not. <laughs> He's going to get like oh. the red fan. Juju does not specialize in that. Um, but I do think this is a this is like one of those career-defining years for Juju. So we'll see if he has the right – if he has the right uh, chemistry with Big Ben. It's just always something about those Steelers wide receivers where the number two option always seems to, to have big years. Um, and that's how he got his fame under Antonio Brown. So um, we will see with Juju. Now, Carlson Methadones. There can only be one choice here. After the bashing, bashing yet love that the Raiders have gotten from uh, Jonathan Detroit Haynes here, Derek Carr, Las Vegas QB, over under QB 16 and a half. Um, so the same line that Joe Burrow gets. Is he a top half quarterback in fantasy this year? Absolutely not. <laughs> I think mean, he had – 
I, I just don't think he's a good quarterback. I mean, granted, he's better than what his brother, but brother never just, got a shot. Yeah, well, he's just not good. I mean, he he can manage. I think he'll be. I think the best with Derek Carr is just above average, but I don't even see him being that this year. Uh, go ahead, Matt. Send me the hate mail. I mean, send me the angry text. Go ahead, but their car is garbage. There, I said it. Garbage. Yes. Garbage. Okay, he's not. He's not garbage. He's huh? he's just average. Average is sixteen. Uh. Okay, he's below. It's the average right, I changed my mind for the third time. There. He's Back just not. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't think garbage at this point. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think he's good. <laughs> Bill, what do you see here with uh, Mr. Carr? I, I pretty much agree with everything Detroit said. I don't think he's top sixteen and a half. I have him done at nineteen. Um, I think sixteen and a half is probably a ceiling, honestly, on a good season. Um, so yeah. yeah, I don't think he's gonna finish that. High. I was gonna say real quick here. I was looking at our our fantasy league and projections. Even ESPN has him at like twenty three. So. Yeah, this was the one I was a little bit shook on where to put the line. I may have, I may have put it too low, but I'm here to tell you that he will finish in the top 16. And I don't understand Detroit how nope. you can have this team making the playoffs and Derek Carr not having a good season. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. So about Jacobs? Line. Yeah, I, I like the running back. I think this, this line is one of the better lines in the NFL. Right, and they're going to be a running team. Well, and he's got better weapons on the outside now, though. Um, yeah, let's go to Matt with that. Uh, do we have the video of Matt when they made their draft pick this year? Uh, I think you could see, if he stays healthy, I think you could see a much improved season from Derek Carr. And it's not too, too long ago, he was in the running for MVP the year Matty Ice got it in 2016 until he had an injury versus the Colts. Um, it kind of hasn't been right since, both I think both mentally and uh, and otherwise, because he seems to check down a decent amount. So uh, what, what are you saying? Are you saying he's going to be a top? He's 16 in. Quarter? He's in the top sixteen. I think I think wow. they have the weapons. I think the game scripts are going to go their way. I don't think their defense is going to be amazing or anything. So I think they're going to have to. Put Someone's afraid of Matt. No, no, no. no. <laughs> um, but I, I do. I think I think he'll inside be inside the top sixteen. So next up. It will go to uh, Phil's Nightdale Dragons. Our second, I believe it's our, yeah, it's our second rookie that we're dissecting here. Uh, Mr. Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Running back 6.5 is what we have the line at. So a top six running back. This is a pretty, uh, pretty narrow focus here. So Detroit, go ahead and go first here. Yeah, I think he's going to have a really big year, but that's off. I mean, that's top six running back. No, I don't see that. He's going to, I mean, you got McCaffrey, Barkley, Elliott. Kamara, Cook, Henry, those six right there. I just don't see him being better than them. I haven't even talked about Josh Jacobs or Chubb, guys like that. But I could see him being a top ten running back. But mm -hmm. top six is just too high. Bill, what do you think about your number one overall pick this year? Yeah, it's probably wishful thinking, but I have him at six just inside. Um he may not finish up that high, but I think it was some rookie running backs that had really good seasons before. Um, but the only thing I could think that would keep him out of that is the Chiefs' offense is loaded, so there may not be enough offense to go around. So that could keep him out. But I think I'm hoping he's going to be top six. Um, so, Clyde Edwards, in my opinion, you cannot pick a better offense to be a part of right now as far as a running back. Um, Andy Reid has always had top fantasy running backs in his system. Um, we're talking about 15 years of evidence here. Uh, I mean, he's, he's even done well without, like, when he didn't have, like, little Sean McCoy or what have you. So, I um, mean, look what he did with, with, with Williams. So, um, I do have him finishing the top six. Now, Phil, when you have um, him, at, him at six, I'm curious, is Kamara inside or outside your top six? I have Kamara at five. Okay, so you obviously have – okay, so you would have then Barkley, Mixon, McCaffrey, Kamara, um, Cook, and 
No. And then Hilaire? No, I have McCaffrey, Elliott, Barkley, Cook, Kamara, and Edwards. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. Um, I know I did a redraft and I took him over Kamar because I think that he's going to have a better year there. So, um, I, I'm looking forward to, to seeing what he does. Um, it's a big – it's probably the number one unknown of this of this fantasy season. So, I mean, we remember the, the good rookie seasons of Barkley, the good rookie seasons of a, uh, of a, a Zeke. So, um, yeah, this will be interesting for sure. Now, two more left here. We go to Cross Vegas, and this one's very weird to me. Wide receiver DJ Moore of Carolina. We have the over-under set at 12.5. So, boys, will DJ Moore be a wide receiver one this season? Man, this was a weird one. I didn't realize DJ Moore put up some big numbers like he did. Yeah, same. Um, man, he was almost 1,200 yards, almost 90 catches. Um, and that's with Cam throwing him the ball. Oh, well, um, dude. Yeah. Uh, now he's stuck with, what, Bridgewater? Mm-hmm. So, I think he's going to finish about 15th this year. I don't see him going to be in the top 12. What do you see, buddy? This is DJ Moore is right down the road from you. Yeah, I mean, originally I had him actually in the top ten, uh, but then I thought more about how Cam's not there anymore. And I know Cam was hurt a lot, and didn't look like himself anyways, but and we're not really sure we're going we're going to get out of Bridgewater, um, so I dropped him down to thirteen actually, just outside. Okay, so um, I it's exactly what Detroit said. Um, I didn't see this coming with DJ Moore. I thought he'd been getting a lot of hype, and I delve into the numbers a little bit, and it was there. Um, but uh, I think it's getting a little bit overdone at 12, 12 and a half. Um, I, Teddy Bridgewater, to me, is a solid quarterback, but he doesn't scream the type of gunslinger you would need to justify being in the top 12. He's not a huge risk taker. He's not going to sling it all over the field. So I'm not, I'm not really sure how much opportunity that there will be especially when you have um, a McCaffrey in the backfield that the offense is pretty much going to run through. So, yeah. I mean, you're not going to have McCaffrey doing what he does as a top one or two fantasy running back and then have DJ Moore in top 12 unless big things are going to happen in Carolina. So, um, I want to, I want to, I want to switch it up here. I want to, I'm going to want Brett to go first on this next one because uh, <laughs> this is the last one we have and it's Jimmy G. Uh, quarterback for the Niners from our defending champion, the Glasgow Gunslingers, and our commish, Jeremy Clark. So we have uh, him at 19 and a half. Will Jimmy G, Brad, finish in the top 20? <laughs> okay. I mean, it is it's, – it's the <laughs> – Look, all right, I'm going to lay it out there. I have him – I am out on him finishing in the top 20. Oh, shocker. So – I um, I mean, it is the quarterback in Kyle Shanahan's offense, so he should. I should be able to finish in the top 20 as quarterback in Kyle Shanahan's offense, you would think. Um, but if he can't do this, like if I happen to be right and he doesn't finish in the top 20, I mean, you don't base this off fantasy, but, I mean, it's time to, like, seriously be looking at other options in San Francisco. As weird as, as wild and as weird as that might sound to say, I mean, if he can't do that. I mean, Hot take. I mean, it's time to to start really considering this because you can't do that in this offense. I mean, I won't be surprised if he finishes in the top 16, but I've been yeah, thinking well, that's what happened I, for years, I, and it hasn't. So I cannot. <laughs> Go ahead, Phil. Do you remember what Jerm was saying the other day instead of Phil? It's yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. I can't <laughs> wait to see the hashtag all week yeah, it's about be blank Brett. <laughs> I, I have them going far, and, I mean, I like a lot of their players, but this is just weird to me. Go ahead, Phil. I have him just in, actually. I have him at 18. Um, I, I don't know why, honestly, because I don't, <laughs> I, don't I don't think the Niners are going to be as good this year. I think they're going to take a step back, like I said in our previous episode. So. And I just don't like their offense a whole lot, so I don't know. Uh, that's Homer and me, too, loving their offense. Oh, man. Well, I don't, really know. I don't know. But I have him at 18. I have him in somehow. So. Okay, so you have him in. All right. So. Yeah, I have him in. I actually, uh, I'm with Brett in a lot of ways here. I don't, I'm not a big Jimmy G fan. I, I don't think he's a great quarterback. Uh, I don't think he 
does anything that just stands out that he's outstanding. <laughs> I don't know what that was for, Phil, but okay. Um, I just want to show the logo. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I guess <laughs> I guess the best thing Jimmy G does is he's a good-looking man. What can I say? <laughs> um, I, I think 19 and a half, though, so we're saying if there's – if he's better than 13 other starting quarterbacks in the league, I'm going to have to – I hate to say it, but I think he is. I, I think I'm with Phil. He's about 18. I just don't think he's a, a great quarterback. I, mean, I, get, I give Derek Carr a lot of crap um, just because Derek Carr, you know, he had those big seasons and he hasn't been the same. <laughs> Jimmy G, I just – I'm not a fan. Sorry. See, that's the thing with me because – I mean, we have kind of similar rankings a little bit, but I've seen it with Derek Carr. You know what I mean? I've seen him put up the big numbers. Um, when you had, we had Cooper and Crabtree. I mean, it's a big deal. So, um, but I have, I have, I have seen it with him. Um, yeah. Did I say that right? By the way, did I say Jimmy G? Uh, basically, what we're saying is that there's that he's only better know. than thirteen. It's, it's West Virginia, man. Okay. It's close enough. Okay. You, well, you that's what I meant. You didn't use your toes, yes. so I'm not sure. I do think he's better than 13 players starting NFL. Program. But that's also different, that's too, though, because we're talking fantasy production. Well, that's true. And, and they're two different things because, I mean – I don't like – I'm not a big fan of his weapons. I mean, George Kittle is amazing, but – Well, Debo is healthier mm -hmm. than they thought. Like, he's already – he could come back week one, so we'll see if he could take a big step. Uh, losing Emmanuel Sanders is kind of tough. Um, but, I, I mean, Falcons fan in me. I trust – I think Kyle Shanahan, like I said, we could be wide receivers one through three in that offense, and we're going to get – we're going to get over. Well, Just I, look for, I look forward to the hashtag this week, blank, right, blank, PDFL <laughs> podcast. I'm a bigger host. fan of Kyle Shanahan than me. So, <laughs> so um, we'll see. But that's it for in, in or out. Um, now, boys, 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 it's finally here. Week one. The NFL season, which means week one of the KDFL fantasy football season. So, y'all remember from last year, I'll give the game and the line. We'll go through. Uh, Detroit will give his pick first, uh, then Phil, and uh, I'll, I'll finish it up. So, first up, we have the Marmette Midnight Riders as 12-point favorites traveling to Dogtown to take on the Dobermans. Detroit, go ahead, buddy. All right, this is a matchup of two non-playoff teams from last year. Um, this was Phil's nemesis last year. He always had to take shots at him, so we'll see if that continues. But um, Dogtown's really they're in, they're in bad shape with their weapons. I do like their running backs this week over Mike's running backs, um, but Mike's definitely got the advantage at wide receiver. Um, I just think the Midnight Riders will. Win about 10 or 15 points this week. All right, Phil. So, what do you see? Well, actually, I think the Dobermans are going to get the upset here in week one. Um, I think Roethlisberger back on the being back. <laughs> starting <laughs> early. Roethlisberger being back, I think he's going to put up some big numbers early on. I think he wants to get back into it. Um, of course, I think Josh Allen is a really good fantasy quarterback. We're not really sure what we're going to get out of Bridgewater for the Midnight Riders. So he does have a lot better weapons overall, I think. But I think uh, some of the Dobermans players could have some big games in week one to get out of the gates um, on fire. So I'm going to go with the upset here. Okay. So um, when I was looking at this game, it looks to me like the offenses are kind of split as far as who has the advantage offensively. Um, but we will see what slate – because I believe Golden Tate's hurt, right? I think he's, he's out, soft-tissue injury. Um, so we'll see what Slayton can do um, if, if he fills in that role. And when I look at this game, um, I have to give the defensive edge. The, the defense of Marmette is going to give them the edge in this game, in my opinion. So I am going with the Marmette Midnight Riders to win week one. Now, second game up, the Across Vegas Gamblers head to Poca as 15-point favorites, taking on the Poca Pharmacist Detroit. What do you see here? This is going to be my upset of the week. I'm going with Polka Pharmacist. Um, 
I, I know that the jury's still out on Cam Akers. He's a rookie running back, so we don't know exactly what his uh, role's going to be. Uh, I, for the gamblers, uh, you got Carson Wentz there going to Washington. I really like Washington's front four, front seven there. Uh, I think they'll be able to get after the quarterback this year. Um, however, I'm, I'm not sure about James White with New England. What's he going to do? So I'm just – for some reason, I have, I have this as an upset. I think the Polka Pharmacists are going to pull it out this week. All right, one for the Polka Pharmacists. Phil, what do you see here? Yeah, I'm not seeing it. I think the Gamblers are going to comfortably win this one. Um, I'm just not liking Lindsey or Akers for the Pharmacists running backs. And I don't think Evans – I think Evans is going to have a decent season, but I don't think he's going to be um, that great this year where – I think Godwin's Godwin's going to get most of the the balls. I think, um, and I think McLaurin is going to have a decent season. But I think DJ Moore is actually going to have a pretty good season as well on the other side. And of course, Michael Thomas, um, he should have a big year again as well. So I think the Gamblers get the win here. I need to add, I need to add to that. I, I forgot to add that I'm really a big fan of the Polka Pharmacist linebackers. Uh, defense can rack up for some points in this league, and I think he's got some really great linebackers. That's why I'm going with him with the upset. Sorry. No, you're good. You're good. Um, so, when I was looking at this game, I don't think Cam Akers is a starting for the Rams, and I think LJ has no choice but to go with them. So, I, don't, I think the pharmacists have to go with them. Um, but I mean, he'll probably have a role, right? He'll be in the game. But I think Malcolm Brown might actually be the starter. Uh, so, that'll be interesting to see. Um, the wide receiver matchups for the gamers are extremely juicy. Um, DJ Moore getting Las, Las uh, Vegas with the Raiders. Um, Uncle Thomas getting Tampa Bay. That could be a high-scoring game. We'll see. And Adam Thielen uh, taking on the Packers. So um, I do like I do like their uh, matchups there. Um, week one is going to tell you a lot about the QBs of this team. Daniel Jones getting a tough chest in Pittsburgh, um, and we'll see what Cam Newton can do as a New England Patriot. So. I think you're going to have a lot to learn a lot about your about the teams this week, um, but I am going with the Gamblers as 15-point favorites to win this game. So, next up, our first podcaster game, um, the Nightdale Dragons travel way up north <laughs> to Hurricane to take on the Wampus Cats. The Nightdale Dragons are 27-point favorites. Troy, give us your expert analysis on this game. Well, thank you for calling me an expert. Um, I have to say, uh, you know, in my picks, I have Phil winning it all this year. So I'm a big fan of the Nightdale Dragons. Um, they're loaded at running back. They're very good at wide receiver. Don't do it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, do it. he could be better at quarterback with the old man Phillip Rivers and Matt Overrated Ryan. But I really like I really like his team. So uh, – as for Bustin and the Wampus Cats, I think Kyler Murphy's good. I don't like his running back situation. But uh, this I have marked down as the biggest blowout for week one. And I'm going with you, Phil. I'm amazed I dodged that. Nice. Um, <laughs> Phil. Phil. That was the biggest blowout, apparently. Uh-oh. Phil. <laughs> what, what is your uh, call on – are you going to pick up the win in week one? Oh, of course. I mean – I'm obviously going to win this one. I do envy his receivers, though. I wish I had Devontae Adams, too. I wish I wouldn't have traded him away. Um, and I think Kyler Murray's going to have a pretty good year. And, of course, DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, he just got paid, and he's a top receiver. So, um, But I think, overall, my team is better, so I'm going to have to go get the win here. It, it is always nice, just a side note in fantasy, where you run into a stack, where he just kind of ran into the stack with Hopkins and Murray now. Um, and of course, you know, last year he drafted Murray. That wasn't the case. But this is the battle of the new team nicknames, the Wampus Cats and the Dragons. It's very interesting. Uh, strong matchups for Nightdale to begin the season. You got the Hilaire debut. Um, you got uh, Godwin possibly in a shootout. Um, so so that, that'll, be, um, that'll be fun. Um, I know that uh, the Wampus Cats have to start Tyler Boyd. I think it's too early for him with A.J. Green healthy. So I'm a little bit nervous about, about putting him out there. Um, so my pick is going to be the Nightdale Dragons get a W to start off the season here. Now, the Kanawha County Kings go as 13-point favorites right next door to the Roxalana Renegades. Um, 
Detroit, what do you see here in this matchup? Well, uh, the last game I said has the biggest blowout game of the week. Well, I have this one as the closest game of the week. Um, I think this is going to be tight. Um, we'll see how Drew Brees goes against Tampa Bay for the Kings. Uh, McCaffrey is always going to put up numbers, but for some reason I have a feeling he's going to put up – they say right now they have him at like 25 points he's going to put up. I think he's only going to put up about 20. Um, I think Matt Stafford's going to have a huge week for the Renegades. I know I give uh, Fields a hard time for having all those lines in his starting lineup. I think uh, Stafford will keep his team close, but in the end, I think Tim and the Kings will just etch out a close win. Right. Phil, what do you see in this matchup? Well, early on I had this one actually pretty close, as Detroit was saying as well. And I actually had the Renegades getting the win, but then once we picked the Midnight Riders game, I remembered how much I give Mike crap, so I had to change this pick and not give Tim crap and just keep it all on Mike this season. <laughs> so I'm going to go with the Kings. I think they're actually going to win by about 20 points here. Um, yeah, that's, that's all I got. Okay, yeah, so in looking at this game, um, I know it has uh, it's the me- meaning of uh, Stafford versus Breeze, and I know ESPN has – uh, Breeze ranked ahead of Stafford, but I actually think that's wrong. I do think that uh, Stafford ends up having the better game. I also think it's pretty neat that you're going to have the uh, Las Vegas Raiders linebackers get a nice little test with Christian McCaffrey. But in the end, it's just it's the same thing. It's just uh, real depth issues for Eric here and the uh, Roxland Renegades. So I do have the Kanawha County Kings picking up this uh, week one win. Now, Next up, we have our closest game of the, the week. It would have been the game of the week if not for a special circumstance of the last game. So we have the Charleston Methadones as one-point favorites. It's a pick em, um, traveling to Elkview with the Elkview River Rats. So, Detroit, are you guys going to start the season 1-0 and in Elkview? Well, of course I'm picking myself. I mean, how could I not pick myself? Uh, with that said, I was going to actually pick Matt this week. <laughs> I do love his running backs. Um, however, uh, I think Lamar is just going to have an explosive week. They only have him getting 23 points against Cleveland. I think that's going to be a lot more than that. Uh, Juju is going to have a huge week or a huge game against the Giants. Kelsey is going to have a huge game tonight against the Texans. So I, I, I think I'm going to etch out about a six to seven point win. Uh, Matt, he's loaded at running back and he's got a great QB one, but you know, that QB two he's got there in Las Vegas. So uh, you know that's probably going to come back to haunt me that I said that. But so yeah, I think I think I'm going to get the win this week. All right, all right, Phil. What do you uh, what do you have happening in this matchup? Well, I mean, this is a really tough one. I mean, we got two. Well, I would say really good teams. You got one really good team, and then the other team is <laughs> oh, not as good as he was last year. Um, I mean, he still has a really good team. I can't deny it. Um, I really like Russell Wilson, Josh Jacobs, and Kamara. Outside of that, though, I don't really like a whole lot of his other players this week. Um, and like Detroit said, Carr. It's just not very good. Um, and, of course, I really like Lamar Jackson for the River Rats. I don't think he's going to have as good of a season as he did last year, but I think he's still going to have a really yeah, good season. I agree with you on that. And for some reason, I'm just high on Smith-Schuster this year with Roethlisberger back. So, I think the River Rats are going to pull this one out. All right. So, when I looked at this game, I noticed a lot of overlap, right? You have teammates um, in real life on opposing teams in this league. So, we have, for instance, Lockett and Metcalf, both at, at both uh um, both at Atlanta. We also have Chubb and Hunt, both uh, um, going to play Baltimore, uh, playing for the Browns. So that'll be pretty interesting to see what happens there, who wins those matchups. Obviously, I think Chubb's going to outscore Hunt, but I think Hunt will have a much better uh, uh, much better game and thus year than, than a lot of people are expecting. Um, A.J. Brown versus Juju. It's kind of like the new and the old uh, versus each other. So, I mean, I know Juju's young, but as far as fantasy production. So, um That'll be that'll be uh, fun to watch. Now, my one issue with this with this game, DK. I don't know if DK can go off and have a big game without Wilson getting some of it. So that's a little bit of a hedge that the Charleston Methodists might have. Um, and it, 
may not be the most sound logic, but that's my reasoning for thinking the Methadones are going to get a victory here in week one. Uh, I do hope that this game lives up to the billing and is as close as what the uh, projections look like right now. But, yeah, I have the uh, Methadones quick and out a win. I'm starting to see a trend here. I think you're really afraid of Matt to go against no, Matt or anything. Yeah, Phil, wouldn't you agree? You notice he just never goes against that. Matt. And he always never. goes against you for some reason. Like, he's not afraid yeah. of you. Why is he right. afraid of you? Let's see. Let's see how this plays out because we're going next with our game of the week. It is the commission's <laughs> Change home. Change that quick. Yeah, you like how you moved on from that. <laughs> that was because of what's happening here. That's my point. Um, we have the championship ring ceremony game. Um, my beloved Montrose Mega Powers head to Glasgow to watch the commiss raise a banner. Um, I'm going there as 28 point dogs. Terrible. I feel like I've been set up. Um, so, uh, Detroit, seeing as how you never pick against me, what will you be picking in this <laughs> game here? <laughs> well, I mean, Brett, that's, I mean, you're going up against a juggernaut. I even hate saying that because you know the commission. You know, the commission will have a bigger head than he already does. But with that said, um, I, I can't pick your team this week, Brett. I, we don't know if Gurley's got two knees or not. <laughs> uh, Gibson uh, with the, the Washington football team. Uh, let's see how he goes on how they're going to use him. Um, I don't expect Marvin Jones to have a good year as he did last year. Um, but yeah. – Needless to say, I mean, the commission's got Mahomes, Mixon, Barkley, Elliott, Julio, Kittle. I mean, that's that's just tough. So, good news is, Brad, I think you're going to cover the spread. You're going to lose by 25 this week. I appreciate that. <laughs> Phil, what do you have for our first 2020 game of the week? Well, the good news is I think the Mega Powers, if they're playing nine other teams in the league, they would get a win this week. But they just happen to be playing the Gunslingers. So I think they're going down by probably 30 to 40 points this week. <laughs> it's conspiracy because to set me up for failure like this in week one is, is ridiculous. Um, the cool thing about this, you know how my beautiful mind always notices like weird, weird, weird things. This is actually a mirror of the opening game on Thursday where it's the Super Bowl champs and I have Deshaun Watson who's taking on Mahomes. I thought that was pretty cool that that mirrored like that. Um, I don't know if Brandon Cooks is going to play and if he's going to play in a limited role. And I'm also not sure if I want him to play because what I don't want to have happen, what I don't want to have happen that I'm worried about is the Texans don't put up points and I'm done before we even get to Sunday. So um, that, that is what, that is what I'm, I'm concerned with. Um, but um, like I said, this could be over early. His matchups, uh, Barkley has a tough one with Pittsburgh. That's that's about it as far as I can see from really, really tough. Um, so I do have to pick the stupid gunslingers to get a victory. I hate picking Aww. against myself in week one, but I have a record to maintain. Um, but please believe me, if I pull off this upset, this podcast next week will be unbearable. I We're just not- want you to know. Yeah. Detroit and I, Detroit and I aren't even going to be on here if you win. I don't even know if you need to be. Yeah, yeah, you, you might be running the show by yourself. I really might. Which is probably your goal anyway. It might, <laughs> it might be a three-hour-long solo podcast next week. Uh, um, r- real quick, if uh, Cooks doesn't play, who are you going to be throwing in your uh, If Cooks didn't play, I was going to uh, – Lazard really might get a shot. I'm big on him, man. I was so glad that I didn't end up dropping him. Um, Aaron Rodgers has to have a number two receiver. And, I mean, yeah. I, I really think Lazard might, might get in there. So, or, okay. or I might look at Judy. We'll just wing it with two rookies, my two draft picks, my two uh, first two-round draft picks and see what they can do. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Just want to let so, the people know I won this last year, by the way. Yeah, Prediction-wise. Uh, good, good, good job, good job, because I meant to bring that up. Uh, Detroit did win uh, the KDFL predictions next week, or last, last year, I'm sorry. Um, so that wraps up for week one. Now, um, going, going forward, uh, next week we will have, it's the first week. Everybody's in a good mood. We will have our sports hypothetical mailbag, um, where we go over. It's always a fun show. So, uh, please write in or call in with, with your hypothetical questions for us to discuss. 
Um, I cannot yeah, wait good. to hear them after this podcast. Right, right. I've right. taken shots at like three or four different teams. So, <laughs> um, okay. So, also, what we're bringing back our NFL betting line locks of the week. So, um, Detroit, go ahead and sign off and uh, give us your uh, week one lock of the week. My lock of the week is uh, I usually don't do this because I don't like betting on my own team. Oh, crap. But I love the Lions minus three against the Bears. Uh, the Bears, didn't it? Is Trubisky the quarterback? Did they announce it? Yes, Trubisky yeah, okay. is the starter, confirmed. Yeah, not that it would have mattered anyways. But uh, right. I think I like the Lions big in week one. Um, so I'm going oh, with the God, Lions. I, kiss of death. <laughs> I know. So uh, sorry, Eric. I just took the Lions. Uh, so that's my lock of the week. And Brett, you suck. Terrible. Mr. Phil Ruxy, I'm going to need a lot from you. I'm going to need how the people can get a hold of us as well as your uh, walk of the week. All right. As always on Twitter, they can follow the show at KDFL Podcast. They can follow you, our host, at Brett Steel 2. Dark. They can follow Detroit <laughs> at Detroit8374. And they can follow me at Phil Ruxy. And as you were saying earlier, um, be sure to send us in some messages either to the Twitter or just us individually, or you can give us a call at 901-609-KDFL and leave us a voice message that way, and we may play it on the show next week. And for my lock of the week, I know it is in New Orleans, and I know this team is newly put together with Tom Brady. The Bucks three and a half, getting three and a half? I mean, come on now. That's got to be my lock of the week. (laughs) All right. So, uh, Detroit took my my – We sniped both your picks, didn't we? No, hey, they, that game. <laughs> he just hates um, my, my buck love for some reason. Yeah, I'm not. No, um, I, Detroit minus three was my number one love, but we don't want to repeat picks. So I'm going to go with the Dolphins getting six and a half against New England. Um, I, I really do like what they're trying to build in Miami. And uh, I like I like Flores. So um, we will see uh, if, if they put it together. But I like the Dolphins getting six and a half against the Patriots. And for Jonathan Detroit Haynes for Mr. Phil Ruxy. Thank you for listening to the KDFL Fantasy Football Podcast, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye. I don't know how to stop recording. Bye.